Hello, band practice. Welcome. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> um, I'll try it again. Yeah, I'm probably just going to leave that one in. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to band practice. I'm Emma. And I'm Madison. Emma is in a very silly, goofy mood today. I am. <laughs> it's because I look a little silly and a little goofy. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you're all just listening and not watching on YouTube. But I have these fun little, like, cheek face masks on. And they just look a little funny, and so I've just kind of decided to run with that vibe. Yeah, really, really fully em- encompass it. Yes, I was gonna say embody, encompass. Mm-hmm. You are, yeah, just all around giving silly and goofy, and I love Thank that you. you you brought that to the table today. I really appreciate it. Yes, yes. I'm also feeling um, really funny and goofy about this episode because uh, we have recorded this before, uh-huh. um, and. Instead of like having like the frustration of like, uh, once again, us recording together. So we tried to record together in person um, last week, which is why we missed an episode because every time for some reason we try to record together, we test it. We take like a sound clip for a few minutes, just yippee yapping and we listen back and it sounds great. And then we record a full episode and the audio is trash, like trash. not usable. I know the test is always like better than ever, like the crispiest audio (laughs) we've ever had. And so we're like, oh my God, perfect. Like this episode is going to be amazing. And then I got it ready to edit and stuff and started editing. And I was like, hey, Emma, like this is unusable. We have to, we have to get rid of it. Yeah. But by the time we realized that it was the day that I was flying home. And Mm -hmm. so we had no time. Mm-mm. to re-record it was really um a tragedy I think Emma and I both get really frustrated with stuff like that so we yeah. were like I was feeling aggressive like I just yeah. we had to just scrap it and like forget about it for a week no exactly and that's why I'm trying to come in today with a fun fun mood because we I will be saying the same things as I did last time uh-huh. um but yeah I think you and I well obviously I know that you are a perfectionist as well and so especially when it comes to the podcast something that's like so public facing like I want it to always feel like the best we could have given each episode so we're doing a little round two and we haven't even told you what have we said but we're recording no that is so funny <laughs> well you all probably read the title but you, go ahead and tell them so today we're doing a little girl talk episode. I know that this is going to be a great episode because it turned out great last time. Yeah, so. it was my favorite episode. After we recorded last time, I was like, I think this is my favorite episode. I know. That's why it was like an extra bummer because it was so yeah. fun and we we're together. But we're going to we're gonna bring the same energy today and make mm-hmm. it just as fun. We're going to be talking about all the nitty gritty things, just about being a woman, yeah. um, periods, birth control, SEX, all the things. And yes, I love when people make episodes about this where like maybe they Mm -hmm. overshare a little bit too much or just like spill all the details. Yeah. And it just really brings the girlies together. So I feel like we're due for a very exposing ourselves episode like this. Yeah, this is definitely for people that have, you know, the feminine experience. But if you don't, I'm sure this is just like probably entertaining or maybe you're going to learn something about the woman in your life. I was going to say. And the even things if, that they experience. Yeah. Even if you're not a woman, you know women and you should like yes. understand our experience a little bit. So this episode could be good for anyone. Everyone. Yep. Anyone and everyone. Perfect. 
<laughs> well, what have you been up to? I guess we have to we have to go all the way back because we we missed a week. We have a lot to a lot to cover. Well, Madison was in town last weekend, and we had a fun time as always. I love hanging out with her. Um, I'm like, which one of us is going to hard launch our new hobby? Oh, I like. You can you can take it like, away because you you kind of started it, yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, my boyfriend is a big. Ah, I just sorry, crazy. I'm like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend. What my boyfriend? <laughs> um, he is a big Smash Bros player, Super Smash Bros. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know the real term, but loves that video game. And he ended up having Madison and I like play it one night. And we both were like, wait, that was really fun. Like, like can't get enough. That was so fun. Immediately so I bought the game. Yeah. <laughs> she, we went to Target. She bought a Switch. Uh-huh. The next day. The next day. <laughs> and we've been gamer girls ever since. Madison is a natural. I kind of struggle with this game. Just hasn't quite clicked for me yet, but it is very fun still. But Madison, I, I see a very bright future um, ahead for her and Smash. Yeah. Thanks. I um, I feel like we both maybe have a little bit of like obsessive personalities with stuff. Like we have uh-huh. little hyperfixations and stuff. So this is definitely like the strongest hyperfixation I've had in a while. Like I think about it all day long to mm-hmm. the point where I texted your boyfriend. Can we still not say his name? <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I'm sick and tired of it. Let's stop hiding. <laughs> okay, my boyfriend's name is Andrew. <laughs> There you go. Now you have context and stories. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I texted Andrew. I was like, do people stream this game? Because I think I'm going to be a Twitch streamer. Like, <laughs> I think it's I think it's my journey. I think it's my future. And um, so when you all start seeing me stream on Twitch in like two right. weeks, mind your business and let me get my bag. Mm-hmm. You've got the perfect look. Thank you. And I, I would watch. Thanks. I feel like... Um, I know nothing about, well, I know nothing about video games in general. I've never played Mm -hmm. a video game. Intentionally, I never played a video game in my whole entire life because I knew that this would happen if I started. And now we're here and I think I just have to like fully embrace it for the year or whatever until I'm over it. I mean, like if this gets you a bag, then like it's worth it. I don't know. Exactly. I would. Everything everything is business move. Baby, it's right off. Yeah, and I think it's just a cute, fun activity, kind of. Like, you just live stream. Okay, I make TikToks all day long anyways. Same thing. Don't even have to edit them if I just live stream. That's true. (laughs) I love that in our New Year's episodes, we were like, yes, we really want to find, like, a hobby that does not involve (laughs) screen time. And we literally found the most screen-intensive hobby. No, I literally was thinking that, like, an hour ago, I got my screen time weekly notification or whatever. It was like the lowest it's ever been it was like you your screen time dropped like by 30 percent. i was like Mm. go me like that's incredible i was like maybe because like i was traveling i was more present like i don't know Mm -hmm. no it's because i've been playing video games all day long just on a different device yeah it's sick but i love it it is really fun i have no regrets absolutely and to balance it out we are readers we're in a reading era i finally finished a book that i'd been working on for months it was a great book loved it um finally finished though and now i've started a new book so really it's all about balance in life and um yeah i don't feel bad or guilty about it it brings us joy and it's fun and we get to play together virtually which is really cute and fun 
I know. I was literally going to say we were playing together this morning and then we were like, okay, last game. And then we're going to read and then we're going to record. Like we have our boundaries set. We Mm -hmm. have our priorities straight. During the week, I will not let myself pick up my switch until after 5 p.m. Because I was like, that's actually not okay. Even if I have a day off, no gaming girl Mm. until, until the evening. I think what's also fun is we can see when each other is online. So like there's no hiding. I think I texted you. I don't know if you were on or if maybe somebody else was on. I couldn't tell. It just said one friend was online. I was like, wonder who it is, Andrew or Emma. (laughs) But then I texted you. I was like, smash. Literally. She just texted smash, question mark. Smash. No, I love it. And I'm holding back for now on getting into more games because I really, I don't have the capacity for it right now. Smash has kind of taken over. Just not have the bandwidth. I don't. I don't. I don't have the time. No. So we're just focusing on this for right now, and I'm loving it. Perfect. And we yeah, could make we, a whole episode about it. Like, we really could. Like, we I, stop. I think we must move on. We must. We must. Yeah. Um, I guess we can just hop into the episode then. Um, Babe, what are you drinking? Oh, <laughs> guys, I forgot. I hadn't even taken a sip yet. So I just threw together a quick little soda. It has It's a Coke Zero with some vanilla syrup and um, lime, true lime. Cute. Did you buy those cups no so this had a soda in it earlier that came with my breakfast Mm, and i'm just reusing because i'm reusing single-use plastics is important everybody it is and it kind of makes the drink more fun so fun yeah and that has the sippy lid i love i love a sippy lid i feel like my dad my dad um saves all his dutch bros cups and those are the cups he uses in his home (laughs) (laughs) sustainable king i literally like he's, yeah he's actually yes, dutch cups it's crazy he's unreal the the more i learned about him the more he just keeps surprising me mm-hmm. yeah he is an interesting fellow an interesting ben calls people interesting critters and it kills me i don't know why <laughs> he's funny. like if, he'd be like wow he is an interesting critter he sure is <laughs> um what are you drinking i am drinking second coffee of the day i just made a cold brew with vanilla the usual but then I bought the caramel sauce because we had it at my parents house when I was in town just a fun little drizzle on top so I added that today for a little extra pizzazz yeah everybody Madison made me the most delicious coffee when she was in town I've been thinking about it ever since and like I'm just chasing that high like I (laughs) like I've never had something so good even like coffee out in a out a coffee shop like it was just superior so wow means a lot. Thank you. I take pride mm-hmm. in my my coffee making. So you should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really the Nespresso that's the key, though. I that's pretty much it. If you gave me like an actual espresso machine, I would be like, um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess we should we should get into it now. We've, yeah, now we've, we can. Get it. Yeah, we've yapped enough for the intro. So we'll just go ahead and dive in to our girl talk topics. We have a few different themes we want to touch on. Nothing too structured. We're just going to, you know, do what we like to do best and yep yap about different things. Um, our first one is periods. It's a good questions, comments, starter. concerns. Anyone yeah. out there? Questions? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like so I started my period. I like give you the exact date. Um, December 31st of 2010, <laughs> which is actually true. It was New Year's Eve, so it's pretty memorable. Um, I think it was 
13. Yeah, 13. Um, and honestly, I don't have any too troubling period symptoms other than like very depressed the few days before. Obviously, I get pretty bad PMS. Madison, I'm sure, knows this about mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah, like I can get a little hormonal and maybe a little moody, a little maybe, grumpy, maybe an attitude, a little perhaps. mean. Well, <laughs> I personally don't think so, but I guess what? Who am I? Who am I to say? Um, but I don't know I why you're, like just, you're cracking me up right now. I'm I know have I the really am. This whole episode, I literally like when I get like this, and Madison just laughs. Like I'm, I understand why people you. do stand up. Like yes. I like this is so fun. <laughs> so yeah, what about you? Any like bad symptoms? <laughs> I don't know why you're so funny um no I'm the same I actually also started my period when I was 13 I feel like that's kind mm. of like a late bloomer vibe I know a lot of when I talk about it with other girls they're like yeah I started it when I was like 10 or something I'm like whoa I was I like in elementary school but I do remember a couple couple of my friends in elementary school had it and I was so jealous I wanted my mm. period so Isn't bad funny yeah but I didn't get it until I was going into freshman year of high school um and my periods too are pretty mild nothing too crazy like nothing to write home about um I feel very lucky in that way because I feel like it's very painful for a lot of people like to Mm -hmm. the point where they're bedridden like can't go to work can't go to school yeah um so luckily I don't have anything crazy like that other than the occasional butt cramp which Mm. you know if you know you know um, some girls get them, some girls don't. I'm a victim of the She's butt cramp. Victim. So I, I don't I don't get tummy cramps, just one or two in the butt per cycle. I personally don't get that. So I do get the tummy. Uh-huh. Tummy cramps. Um yeah, sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it's fine. It's so funny how really you either know or you don't though. Like yeah. I'll bring it up to some people and they'll be like, I didn't know that was a thing. And then other people will be like, Oh my God, like that's what it is. It happens every month. I'm like, Yeah, girl, I don't know what it is, but hmm. something's going on down there. We'll, we'll do a weird. poll on our Instagram. Let us know. Oh my gosh, yes. This week's it's like a cute, like aesthetic background. <laughs> Butt cramp or tummy cramp? <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, oh, too, too much jinx oh this is weird <laughs> it's getting scary ways to help period symptoms i've got nothing yeah so if anyone else has any recommendations let us know yeah i know i feel like there are, well there is things you can do like long term but i feel like there's really no like quick fix other than some pain like some Advil or something I don't know but yeah it's just unfortunately something that most girlies have to deal with and it sucks it's not fun but it's what we gotta do do you use Mm. do you use tampons yeah me too did you always use tampons um I used pads for maybe the first year and a half or so and then I actually had to teach myself how to use tampons mm. pretty traumatizing I will yeah. say yeah that's rough I I uh 
my mom got me a pad and then I put it on for like two seconds and I was like, I don't like it. So I was like, give me a tampon. And I just went in the bathroom and did it first day of my first period ever. And I feel like that is not common at all. Not common, no. But I just went for it. Never looked back. Actually, I did use a menstrual cup for a little bit. Not the vibe. For Mm. me, personally. For me. I just really, after reading the instructions, like I just truly did not understand how a tampon worked. And for some reason, it just took me like 10 tries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally got there. Oh, and it was, I remember, I i truly didn't know anything. Um, I had gone like the cardboard kind Ooh. on accident for my first. It was chilling. Traumatizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barbaric, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I'm also a really big fan of free bleeding towards the end. Oh, yeah. Last couple days, I'm over it. Yeah, it's done when I decide, so. And I actually, we didn't talk about this last time, but this is a great point. I believe that I have manifested shorter periods. Like, (laughs) I'm not kidding. Because it used to be like five days, maybe on the sixth day even, like a little bit, a little bit of Mm -hmm. bleeding. Now, three days, max, done. Wow. Wow. Because I just... It's beautiful. I just decided it was over. And then eventually, my body listened to me. After years of, on, yeah. of yeah, me being like, we're done today. <laughs> then it just stopped. And hmm. I've never I've never told anyone that or, or talked about it because it sounds a little crazy. But I, it worked for me. I believe it can be possible. <laughs> I truly do. Their brain yeah. is a powerful thing. Yeah. Yep. Just got to know how to harness it correctly. Mm-hmm. And apparently I do. Yep. <laughs> She's really tapped in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of my talents for sure. So if you want um, an ebook or anything, a guide mm, on how yeah. to manifest shorter periods, I got you. <laughs> Love that. Thank you. No problem. Yeah. I guess we should get into our next topic, which is kind yeah. of kind of goes hand in hand. Birth control. So I am on the pill. I don't love it, um, but I haven't had horrible a horrible experience. I know. Some women have really awful experiences with any sort of like um, hormonal form of contraception. Um, I mean, safety is important first and foremost to use some sort of method mm-hmm. if you don't want to be pregnant um, and you're having heterosexual intercourse, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, currently on the pill. I'm actually, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow um, to discuss with my doctor about possibly getting a copper. IUD. I almost said copper UTI. Hopefully not that. Hopefully <laughs> but not. Hopefully not that. Um, but I am terrified of IUD insertions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna chat to her about that a little bit, see what she can do for me. Yeah. You guys uh missed the <laughs> the scrapped episode where I influenced Emma to get a copper IUD. Yeah. Since we last tried to record this, I have called the doctor, so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Because I have had one for years now, I think like mm-hmm. seven years or something, to the point where I have to get it taken out and get a new one placed soon, which yeah, I'm not looking forward to. Um, but I first went on like the implant, ne- next mm. one on, I think it's called, like the Ugh, one in your yeah. arm. Terrible things. Yep. Horror, horror story. Um, I had my period for three months after insertion, like every single day for three months. And uh, it was terrible. And so I went to my doctor after like a month or so. And I was like, hey, I've been bleeding every day. And I (laughs) 
am feeling a little bit homicidal and I don't feel mm-hmm. good. And she was like, okay, um, we can put you on birth control pills as well to regulate your period and like maybe even out some of your hormones as if that makes sense. Like just pump yeah. you with more. It's crazy. Um, but I was young and I didn't know. And so I was on the implant and then the pill at the same time made it 10 times worse. Terrible. Like never felt crazier. And I gave up after like two or three months. I was like, I, yeah. you have to take this out of me immediately. Like I am a danger to society. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just after that, like so traumatized by hormones and stuff. And I just was like, what can I do that is not hormonal? And then I don't even know if I had heard like of a copper IED, but she told me about it and I was like, sure. So they took the implant out, put the copper IED in. That baby's been in there for years. Working great. Wow. All right. <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Yeah. I think that's what's so hard too about um, finding like the right contraceptive is because every woman's body reacts to things differently. But like I only ever hear like the horror stories of things. So yeah. like I'm afraid of all of the options. <laughs> so oh I'm like where's like the, the one that doesn't involve hormones but also doesn't involve like grabbing on it to my cervix with tweezers and like like I there's got to be another way or like shooting a stick up my arm yeah like really where's the good option I'm wondering yeah I'm not hearing it I have heard recently in the news and everything that there are some new forms of birth control for men that are being tested so really that'll be on the horizon yeah wow I sure hope so yeah because I really haven't had any issues with the copper IUD but like still not awesome and like right probably not even that well researched like what actually is this piece of metal in my uterus doing I'm not sure um just all forms of birth control are kind of scary to me but like you said very important if you are going to be sexually active to do something so you have to pick one of them but mm-hmm. you never really know what the right option is until you try it and it either works for you or you have the worst couple months of your life. You never know. Right. <laughs> and if you are using birth control, it's probably because you are having sex. So let's talk about that. <laughs> great, great segue. That was Thank perfect. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I just wanted to throw this little topic in here because I feel like this is something not maybe a a lot of people know about me obviously I don't openly talk about my sex life on the internet um until now I until now baby (laughs) but I just feel like this is like an important way or like I don't know thing to talk about but essentially I've been on birth control for uh the past two years that's because I've only been sexually active for like the last two years so I was 24 when I had sex for the first time which I know compared to kind of societal norms is considered pretty old but I mean I don't think there necessarily is a timeline on things but I feel like this is probably common in people who grew up in the church for us specifically like the growing up Christian um it was always like very important to the people around me and I guess myself that like I saved myself for marriage and I never really struggled with that like in high school I literally didn't even kiss a boy like I was not interested in anyone sexually um other than Cameron Dallas (laughs) okay 
Jesus Christ. God <laughs> almighty. That is, I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> Anyways, and no comment. <laughs> no, so true. I was deep in my fangirl era. Like there was no, no real man in my life could even grab my attention. No. Um, oh yeah. College was like, it's so weird because I started off college probably in like the peak of my religious beliefs. Like I was so strong, strongly felt that like I should save myself for marriage. And then by the end of college, I had kind of like stepped away from the church and separated myself from these values because they were things that I just didn't align with anymore. And then I found myself being like 22 and um, not having had any sort of sexual experience and felt very like isolated in that because everyone else around me had. And I felt like everyone else was so experienced or like that's how I felt. And I was really intimidated in wanting to find like a serious, mature adult relationship, but like not having had experience under my belt, I guess. And it was also during COVID when I graduated. So didn't end up finding a boyfriend for like a few years. Um, But long story short, I just wanted to say like it's the only thing that matters when having sex for the first time well, two things, is three things. Um, (laughs) Safety, obviously, consent. And then for me, it was just like making sure I was comfortable with that person or like comfortable in that experience. It didn't matter to me if I was like in love with them or I I don't know. In the moment, it wasn't like I'm doing this because I see a future with them. It was really just like I feel comfortable and I feel ready. And like that's what was important to me. You'll know when you're ready and it's okay to not be ready at the same time as other people. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, like you said, just whenever you're ready and not doing it because you feel like you should or because you mm-hmm. feel like that's what the other person wants or that's what your friends are doing or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, it'll definitely be different for everyone. And no matter what, it's okay however it happens. I feel like there's so much like guilt and shame and like negative feelings towards sex Mm -hmm. in just our culture and also religion obviously and I feel like that's something a lot of people deal with whether they end up having sex before marriage or save themselves for marriage and then like change their mind or change their religion or whatever it's like always such complicated feelings around it Mm -hmm. and everyone's so different um but yeah I feel like there's there's nothing wrong with doing the deed when you're ready and mm-hmm. you have a safe space and a person that you're comfortable with and it's just a part of life we all do it yeah. so like let's just call it what it is it's gonna happen eventually and yeah. like emma said whether that's like later than what society deems as normal or earlier or whatever you're fine doesn't really matter in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things like i i remember in like high school or even college or whatever it felt like it was such a big topic of conversation like yeah like are you a virgin are you not when did you lose it and now it's like literally not a big deal not even a topic at all like it actually doesn't matter no um but yeah it does feel like it it matters and it's a big deal when yeah when you're like trying to figure it all out Mm -hmm. and it's no one else's business really yeah be like myob for real Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> Mind your own business. Oh. <laughs> MYOB, I'm going to use that. That's great. <laughs> I was like, bring your own what? Like, try <laughs> BYO, huh? Bring your own virginity. Right. Literally. 
Oh, that's so good. Crying. Moving on from from sex, um, re- let's get into relationship stuff. Um, one thing that I think is so fun about Madison and I and many women out there. Well, okay. Men like to think that women are either crazy or they're not. But we're all a little crazy. Mm-hmm. We're just different kinds. For sure. We are the under the radar crazy. Like we seem like the chillest, coolest little gals. And I don't know anyone more nuts than her. no I was gonna say I feel like people think that we're not crazy or like our friends even or like people that we're newly in relationships with think we're not crazy Mm, we still are and we just tricked you gotcha you're fooled because everyone's crazy everyone has a little crazy that can be unleashed it presents differently in different people like you said I feel like we are covertly crazy we are a little sneaky crazy like we're not gonna be in your face crazy but that doesn't mean that we're not just like other girls and all yeah. all girls and boys and our non-binary friends are crazy. Exactly. And one thing about kind of like the feminine experience in my experience is women always know everything. Mm-hmm. And men think that they like get by with things and they really don't. I think women's intuition and women's bodies are like – communicate with us so well like we will always know if something's up whether there's like evidence or not specifically with cheating I think I see a lot see it online all the time or when girls are like you're they'll say like your body will tell you if like that's the wrong person mm-hmm. I think that stuff is so real yeah you always have like a gut feeling and mm-hmm. the sick part is is that if there is no evidence you'll feel like the crazy one but you're never mm-hmm. the crazy one you're no. always correct like yes deep down I mean it gets complicated if you have like past trauma with relationships and like insecurities and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think bottom line, if you have a gut feeling and you're a woman, it's right. Even like, uh, like you said with cheating or even if you feel like somebody's pulled away from you or you know what I mean? Like anything in relationships, like something's up, the relationship's going to end, something sneaky's going on. I feel like, yeah, you always get a vibe and people will ignore it for so long. And then in the end, they're like, oh, I should have listened to my gut. Like, I knew mm-hmm. this all along. That kind of <clears throat> goes along with um, our next topic, which is breakups. So as we've discussed before, I went through a breakup last year where I was cheated on. And TBT? it definitely <laughs> throwback Thursday. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, Listen to our episode. Surprise. I got cheated <laughs> on. We'll have it linked <laughs> down below. <laughs> it's so wild to, like, look back, like, in the moment, at least like that first week um, was just like so, it felt like earth shattering. Like breakups can just be the worst feeling ever, even if it's not like even short relationships I've had. Like it's always just been like a horrible, horrible feeling. Hate going through it. Hate watching other people go through it. Um, But I feel like I've always been the kind of person that like I dive in head first. Like I just, I think the best way to get through is to just face it head on like pushing those feelings aside or trying to distract yourself too much is just going to like prolong the healing experience. Like the work is going to need to be done. The feelings are going to need to be felt at some point. And so I'm really proud of how like how I handled it last year. I mean, it was really hard for the first week or two, I guess. And I feel bad for like the people that had to like see me like that. Like that really was so crazy. Like, I don't know who that was, but it's a little scary. I was like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what that was about, guys. (laughs) 
Like, but, that wasn't me. I'm scared. Like, I really don't know who that was. Like, I'm scared. Um, but yeah, I bounced back pretty quickly because I think I've just like grown in my emotional intelligence and therapy also helps. Um, and like having a good support system and like people who know to check in on you um, and and letting people be there. It's hard because you just want to like seclude yourself. But the most important thing is to like not let yourself be alone too much. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think you handled it so good. And I feel like you did like dive headfirst in and just kind of allow yourself to like be sad and not act like Mm -hmm. everything was like, oh, it's fine. Like, no, that's devastating, especially when it's somebody that you spend so much time with. Like Mm -hmm. relationships are just so intertwined with your whole entire life that like obviously when that ends, it's like like you said, like earth shattering, like it feels like the the world is going to end. Um, but I feel like you just have to, I've always been a big believer in like cutting contact, like no contact after breakups, especially if it's, if it's messy, but even if it's not like, I don't really think there's any reason to be friends with your exes. Like, I just don't really think that serves anyone. And I think it kind of, for a lot of people, they might think it's helping because it doesn't hurt as bad if you can still Mm -hmm you know, have like small talk and reach out or maybe see your ex every once in a while. But I feel like it just prolongs the healing process because you're never fully letting go. Like you have to just cut them off and move on. Like you're never going to move on if you still even have a little bit of contact with your ex. I feel like. I agree 100%. I've always been a no contact girl. Um, And like if you need to block, then block. Like it's, I've never really been like huge on blocking unless like there's a reason to but it's important to like detox them from your life to like really start fresh get used to your new routine your new lifestyle really like you were saying like it it can change your whole life if you were in like a very serious relationship so I think yeah cleansing your life of them and their energy um, even when it hurts really bad is is really important for the healing journey Mm -hmm. definitely I feel like people kind of disguise it a lot as like getting closure when they keep talking to their ex closure babe there's no closure to be have like Mm -hmm. the the case is closed that's the closure like we're done and we're moving on we got to keep it pushing I feel like people and and maybe you know if it's a complicated breakup have a little closure chat you know like that's okay but you don't need another one and you definitely don't need another one or another one like people be having closure talks for months I'm like (laughs) what could we be talking about like it's over um but yeah I feel like it is just kind of like a safety a safety net for a lot of people to like still have still be holding on by a little bit Mm -hmm. but I don't think it ever really serves you and I think it's just like the fear of being alone like it's hard to really accept that fact but I don't know it's so nice to like jump forward however long it's been and it's like wow I'm actually so happy and like life did move on life got better and was better than it was before like I don't know it's hard to see that in the moment to like really look in the future and feel hopeful but you'll like without a doubt every time you always come out of it stronger and you're gonna feel happy again yeah I feel like there's like a a post breakup clarity period where like mm-hmm. the f- maybe the first week to the first month like you can't even really see clearly like you don't even know yeah. what's going on and then after that you're like oh my god like why was I sad like I'm fine mm-hmm. without them like I lived before them and I can live after them like exactly you just realize that your 
fine by yourself and like you never really needed that specific person and maybe I feel like a lot of the times it's more so the loss of having someone rather than like the loss of having that person which is which is sad but yeah true Yeah. yeah I guess to kind of tie up the relationship talk we can also dive into kind of our relationship with womanhood or like stereotypes in with women or I don't know, life paths. I feel like this is something really prevalent in us lately because I don't know, like once you, well, I guess it can happen at any age or maybe it doesn't happen at all. But Madison and I lately have like really been in our wanting to be housewives era. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be a mom, like work from home or not work at all. And like, that sounds so nice. Mm -hmm. But part of me is like, I don't know, it's, you feel torn between like being like like the girl boss like working woman and I love that but like it's also okay to want different things and it's not like anti-feminist I guess to feel like you would be really happy living a life as like a housewife yeah for sure I feel like it's always changing with me personally and I feel like for a lot of girls I know or like friends Mm -hmm. that I talk to about it Like, I know Emma and I both went through a period of time. Like, I, until I met Ben, I was adamant that I did not want children. Like, I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't really feel like I'm meant to be a mom. Like, I don't want to procreate with any of these people. And then I met Ben and I was like, I want his baby. Like, I want a baby (laughs) with him. And so I feel like it's okay if, like, your feelings change even about, like, marriage or, like you said, career Mm -hmm. or what that is going to look like. For you and your partnership and your life um yeah I feel like I am always going back and forth but I'm also realizing that like we have time to do it all really like yeah I could pop out a baby tomorrow in five years they're gonna be in school and then I can like be a girl boss and like start a business or something like so real you really don't have to be tied down to one or the other yeah but right now I am in my I want babies and I want to bake bread and I want to bake Mm -hmm. cookies and I want to raise children type of vibe so that's where I'm at that's also where I'm at you know what I fantasize about that I see on TikTok a lot Hmm. the wives that like pack their husband's lunch for work Mm -hmm. I want to do that so bad and like I feel embarrassed (laughs) saying that but that's what I'm trying to like I shouldn't feel embarrassed to like I don't know I think I just have a nurturing personality and I actually really like enjoy cooking and like making food for people. And so that is a fantasy of mine. Yeah. I feel like it almost nowadays is like taboo to want that. Like, yeah, I see, uh, do you know Nara, you know, Nara Smith Mm -hmm. and Lucky Blue? Um, people were like loving her for a while because she makes cooking videos like this is what my husband eats in a day and like she cooks Mm -hmm. all of his meals And then suddenly I've been seeing like so much hate for her because they're like, why can't he cook his own meal? Which like true, he could. And I'm sure he does sometimes. But also it's okay if she makes her husband dinner. Like, and it's okay if you don't. And it's okay if your husband does the grocery shopping and the cooking or if you do. Like, obviously everyone's different, but I feel like it is almost like shameful to say that nowadays. Mm. Mm hmm. I think as long as like both parties feel like happy and supported and loved, then like that's what matters. Like if you're miserable and you're like, I wish my husband would like pick up a damn dish or like a pan himself, then like, yeah, that talk needs to be had. But like if you're happy, like for me, I think it comes down to like my love languages. Like 
acts of service and like gift giving are like my love the way I like to express love to other people so like if I care about you like oh my god I would love nothing more than to like cook you dinner like Mm -hmm. that sounds amazing yeah that's so sweet and beautiful yeah girls girls in the kitchen and that's okay (laughs) and that's okay and it's okay if they're not and they don't want to be right it's all okay yes well that was it for this episode we love our ladies out there our folks having the feminine experience um wishing you all the best i don't know hopefully this is like validating just like navigating life as a woman can be difficult sometimes but there's also nothing more beautiful than like the camaraderie of ladies and girlhood this is like year of the barbie well i guess that was last year (laughs) this episode just gives like barbie vibes like i just I, i would love to give a nice hug to all of our ladies out there no same. kisses to everybody kisses on the lips for everyone on the lips because all at the end of, out there yes at the end of the day we are girls girls we love our girls and we just love you guys because most of you, you probably yeah. are girls and if the yes. guys are listening to we love you for making it through this episode yes so true <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode or enjoy band practice make sure to follow um the show on whatever you're listening on so you can stay up to date with future episodes and you can also follow us on instagram and tiktok at bandpractice.podcast to keep up with our cute little posts for sure we'll have it all linked in the description or in the show notes depends if you're watching youtube or audio um but we'll have our personals and our band practice channels linked highly recommend giving them all a follow because you want to keep up with the girlies you do i know you do we love you all so much as we said we really cannot express our love for you enough um (laughs) we are once again saying we love you i am once again letting you know i love you and thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week bye bye